This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Small Biz America. The Brain. Our guest on this segment helps businesses grow by co-designing marketing funnels and automation systems. Jeremy Reeves is a sales funnel specialist. That's what he calls himself. But he likes to dig a whole lot deeper than most of the guys do in this space on the strategic side. What it takes to make them really work and really convert. He's written articles for Crazy Egg, Kiss Metrics. Entreport, VWO, Grasshopper, Bid Sketch, Yesware, and a whole lot more. And he's been interviewed in podcasts like Entrepreneur on Fire, Branding Summit, and he's got his own podcast, which I want to learn more about today, Sales <laughs> Funnel Mastery. Jeremy, welcome to the program. Thanks. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So from the top level, for some of our audience who may not understand what sales funnels are? What is a sales funnel? Sure, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, so there, everybody kind of thinks of them a little bit differently, but basically, my uh, my kind of view of it is, you know, if you think about your business, whatever you know, whoever you're selling to, whatever you're selling, there's there's a process mentally that people go through from the point where they realize that they have a problem, you know, whatever your problem solves. Uh, to the point where they realize that they they have to start doing research to find out who can solve that problem. To the to the point where they actually you know get help for that problem to get the solution right. So a sales funnel is essentially an automated system, um, and it, it's combined. It's it could be direct mail, it could be um, you know pages on a you know on like a website. Uh, it could be things like webinars. It could be you know all different types of emails with segmentation, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it basically takes them from where they're at in that you know in that little process that I just mentioned to actually doing business with you, um, and, and then after it you know after once you have them as a customer or client, uh, then you can put a whole bunch of stuff in place to automate the uh, the actual ongoing relationship to get them to come back to you you know more often. Relationship development, and this sounds like you are actually going offline as well as online. Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, not enough people do it. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's actually a really 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 good uh, traffic source uh, that you know it's it's probably for for a lot of people kind of depends on what you know if you're doing online stuff already I would recommend doing that first and really nailing that down first and then moving some stuff offline okay uh, but it, it, it's really really good uh, for existing clients you know so if you're because uh, a lot of the times you can get people for uh, you know for like a, a lower cost uh, uh, customer acquisition cost. Uh, online than you can offline if you're doing postcards or whatever. Uh, but if you if you then take people offline, um, you can automate a lot of stuff. You can actually send, for example, you can send people um, automated postcards, 
uh, voicemails, text messages, things like that, uh, that's completely automated once they actually buy from you. Uh, so it's actually, it's, it makes you stand out, you know, because a lot of uh, marketing and, and just, you know, sales in general, growing your business is about attention, you know, and if everybody's online, you know, if you're the one person who takes it offline and hits them in, in a different way, you know, grabs their attention in a different way, it, uh, it makes a bigger impact. You know? Yeah, and going where the rest of the world isn't, that makes so much sense. And it's not yep. something that seems to come up in these types of conversations. So that's very mm. refreshing, actually. Yep. <laughs> um, in your world, are there certain types of businesses, at least now that you're tending to work with uh, in terms of the products or the services or you know who who do you tend to be seeing that's needing what you do yeah, that's a, that's another good question. Um, so I would say, I mean, sales funnels really, I mean, they work in pretty much any business. Um, but you know, there there's things like uh, if if you sell information products, it works really really well with that. Uh, if you sell any kind of physical product, for example, I have a uh, a client that I'm working with now. They uh, they actually have a mix of um, it's you know things like supplements and workout programs, things like that. Yeah, uh, it mixed with information products, so you can kind of get like the physical package. Uh, or you know, and with the supplements and all that kind of stuff, or you can just get like the uh, you know the things like the videos and the PDFs and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, content so, plus the physical thing. That's uh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That, that so basically, yeah, uh, the three kind of big. You know, big things would be if you have any kind of service, whether that's online or offline. Um, mo- most offline businesses are um, are services, although you know, if you, like a pizza shop, it also helps with that. Um, not typically quite as much in in that kind of case. It's uh, you could do something like. Um, you know, do like a text message service where you 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 blast out you know deals that you're having things like that. It's it's not quite uh, what I do, you know, day by day. But um, you know, any kind of service, uh, online or offline, uh, information products. If you sell any kind of like, if you're an expert of any sort, uh, or any kind of like physical product, and uh, especially if you have multiple uh, products and services. So it sounds like it's fairly ubiquitous to everything you do. It almost like you have this this toolbox full of possibilities, and then you plug and play and create a, um, I guess, a linear of a series of events that help engage and, and build these relationships, as you call them. That's what they are. I thought it would be interesting to sort of dig into either a case study or unpack how you approach designing these. Let's take a particular business. Maybe you could tell us a story about how you uh, took a business from a level where they weren't scaling, they didn't have the automation, they, they maybe where they were clueless, uh, some product set, and, and how you brought them to the next level using automation and sales funnel design sure sure yeah so i've i've one client um who is actually he's i've known him for for years and years we've actually become really good friends over the years uh when he first came to me he was uh he well he used to own a personal training business and then he he did so well with it that he decided to show other personal trainers uh how to grow their businesses so Mm -hmm. basically he was a coach to personal trainers right um, so he had a couple different things in his business. He had uh, information products showing them, you know, all the all the various marketing that they could do. He had a coaching program where they would actually be able to work with him, you know, personally. And then he actually had a franchise, uh, like you know, for for personal trainers. Yeah. Uh, so. What happened with him is he came to me and and um, you know back in back in the day this is this is actually a couple of years ago now um, he he said hey you know we're we're doing really well we're growing um, but we want to uh, we want to scale bigger you know we want to be able to uh, basically they were doing uh, paid advertising 
uh, and getting clients that way, but it wasn't really profitable enough, you know, um, to really take it like to the completely next level. So he said, you know, what would you recommend? So I looked at it and this, this goes back to your, uh, what you mentioned a minute ago and you said, you know, there's kind of all these tools and strategies like sitting in my brain. I pick out the ones that are applicable for that business. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right, so, right. so in this case, um, I realized that he basically had three very different funnels that he had to build. And the one was to sell information products. The next one was for coaching and the other one was franchises. Uh, now, the information products and the coaching are semi-similar, but you still have to talk to them a little bit differently and, mm-hmm. uh, and go through a different process for selling each one. Mm-hmm. And then the franchise was a completely different, you know, different, you know, ballgame because you're talking about, you know, five figures up front and, you know, and then, you know, they're giving away a percentage of the business and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so a franchise model is a very, it's a more of a brick and mortar sort of format business yeah, model. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so what we did, uh, and, and there's a lot of other things that we do, it, it would take me a while to go through the whole That's thing. That's cool. I just, for our, our listeners, I just wanted to give them sort of a sense of how you think yeah. about it. This is helpful. So, yeah, yeah. So, so basically the, the overall strategy, I said, okay, you're basically getting people into your funnel and, uh, and I forget what he was giving away. It was a, a video or a webinar or a free report or something like that to get yeah. people kind of like into his world, uh, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I said, you're you're getting people and you're talking to them all in the same way, but they're all there for very different purposes. You know, they're you know one person. The person that wants an information product is a do-it-yourselfer. You know, they they kind of uh, you have to speak to them a different way versus somebody who wants coaching and wants you to help them through the process. They need a little bit more handholding. Uh, and that's also very, very different from someone who wants a franchise where you're basically just giving the whole thing to them and they, you know, they put, plug everything in place and all that. So I said, you know, I think you're, uh, you know, you're not really communicating properly enough uh, to these people. And that's that's why you're doing, you know, OK, but not great. So what we did was we redid his his entire uh, email sequence and we split it up. We segmented it. Uh, into the three parts and one of them you know we we basically asked them they came in and we said hey you know you're you're in this obviously you um you want uh you know to increase your personal training business you know what's uh what's kind of the main reason we and we essentially segmented them into three segments and then talked to them specifically um about you know the the various issues they were having based on their their response to us and uh, and and after doing that and again there's you know there's there's more involved but just kind of for the overall strategy um, after doing that and redoing all the emails, um, the, the, you know, the sales late the, or the sales pages for, for the various, uh, you know, products and services, that kind of thing. Uh, his, he increased his overall, um, ROI by 270% for the people that he was bringing in, into that funnel, you know? So it was, uh, extraordinary, <laughs> you know, um, and, and obviously, uh, you, you know, when you're, cause he's spending the same amount of money, let's just say, for example, I forget exactly what he was spending on the various, uh, marketing things. But let's just say he was spending, uh, you know, ten thousand dollars a month on his on his uh, marketing, right? Uh, if he's getting two hundred and seventy percent more revenue from each person that comes in, obviously, you know, his, you know, he's spending the same amount, but he's making two hundred seventy percent more. So he, they were able to then put those excess profits back into more marketing, back into you know bigger channels that they could use, um, and they eventually ended up you know doing things like magazine advertising and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, More and, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just. Um, he actually. They. They just kind of like split off the business. But I'm. I'm pretty sure they got it into. Um, I know it was over eight figures, but I, I forget exactly what it was at when they when they split it up. Wow. 
Wow. So it sounds like audience segmentation, and a lot is being written by you and others about this, about the idea of putting, uh, speaking differently to different um, segments of your customer base. Uh, this is something that escapes a lot of entrepreneurs because they're just operating from one POV, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and an easy way to think about that with with segmentation, um, weight loss examples are always very easy ones. You know, for example, let's just say that you're selling, um, you know, just say personal training, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, if one easy way to segment it is just men and women. You know, if you're talking to a man about uh, getting in better shape, you're going to be talking very, very differently than you would to a woman because they want very different things. They want to look different. They want to do it in a different way. You know, that, that kind of thing. They want to do it for different reasons. You know, um, so it's, you know, that's that's kind of an easy way to, um, to to think about the segmentation. But everybody listening to this, I'm sure you can think of different segments of your audience. You know, um, for example, in mine, you know, it's, it's I talk differently to service providers uh, versus people who have information products you know it's a, it's a very different business model sure you know I mean? um, so so yeah i hope that helps no that's very helpful i wanted to spend a little time in this segment as we uh, begin to wind it down about email itself um what's your point of view on email today and i'm guessing that you know i know that so many funnels are built around the email marketing model but talk to us a little bit about how you think about email understanding it's only one of the tools in your toolkit but what's happening there and how do you like to think about automation definitely definitely yeah so email is one of those things and you know there are people out there saying oh email's dead and all that kind of stuff Um, it's not dead, even remotely close uh, the thing is, it's changing, you know. So, uh, and it kind of goes back to the segmentation, talking to people differently. Uh, email, you have to start. You know, the the whole thing with, uh, you know, when it first came out, it was like, oh, I'm just going to do a monthly newsletter, and that's fine. Uh, those don't really do anything anymore. <laughs> you know, uh, they, yeah. you know, you're talking to everybody, and everybody that's doing business with you is doing it for a different reason. You know, uh, they all have different pain points that they're going through. They all have different end results that they want. Uh, and, and you know, it's you can typically uh, kind of like segment those into like roughly three different. Uh, three different areas or so. I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of on each business. Sometimes it's two, sometimes it's ten, but usually threes. They get a pretty good number. Okay. Um, so one of the things with email is you really have to start getting strategic with it. You know, you can't just blast out emails with promotions because people are going to unsubscribe immediately. Um, the the big thing with me with emails is you have to get people onto the list, and it has to accomplish a couple different things. So it's, you know, number one, you have to instantly uh, start developing rapport with people. You know, I get I get people. Um, one of one of the really good ways to do that, and there's a whole I've I've talked for hours on this, but uh, one of the really easy ways to do that is by telling stories about your life. You know, um, so so for one example, I have uh, a whole bunch of different things in my life that resonate with people. So in my emails, every time I write an email, I always try to pick out one small thing that's going to resonate with a portion of the audience. So just uh, to make that a little bit more clear, I have a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm married, I have two kids, uh, I have dogs, I like the Philadelphia Eagles, just for a couple different things. Beautiful. So, you know, in, in one email, I might uh, talk about my dogs and somehow tie that into a lesson, you know, for them because you're always wanting to add, uh, add, add value. You know, um, I can't just talk about my dogs, you know, that wouldn't really, yeah, yeah, no, you're connecting dots and, 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 and you're there for a reason. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> but, uh, but somehow tying that into that because a portion of that audience is going to be, it'd be dog lovers and they're going to resonate with that. The next time I might talk about my wife, you know, the next time I might talk about my kids. And, and again, like all of these stories are somehow relating 
to what I'm talking about. So, so one of the big things is resonating with the audience uh, and showing that you have personality, not being one of these corporate drones that you know you get these emails and it's just it sounds like a robot type. It, you know, um, you yeah. So more personalized approach. I, I totally understand what you're saying. I've noticed a trend as I as I'm the recipient of a lot of emails out there that there's a lot of that going on where it's almost like they're writing like it's a conversation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Even to the point uh, where they say. Uh, there's one I get that she, she starts out by saying, listen, if you don't want to get e- emails from me, no worries. It's all cool. No, no hard feelings. Just unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where she starts every email. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I actually have my, my first email that goes out to people. Um, I call it my indoctrination email. And yeah. uh, in that email, I, I give them and it's like, hey, you know, here's who I am. Here's um, how I'm going to be able to help you. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you don't resonate with me, you can unsubscribe right here. And I put it in the email. Right. Um, right. And that actually helps uh, a lot. You know, since I put that in, my, my open rates have gone like skyrocketed. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> interesting how you, get to, you do kind of the takeaway or the, you know, listen, I don't need you so much. Kind of a, it's almost yeah. like a social behavior in expressed through yep. email. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the, the couple of things with, with the whole, you know, email thing is you have to resonate with them. You, you know, you can't just blast out promotions. You can't be um, like super boring and just you know, have right. no emotion. You have to have personality. Right. You have to resonate um, and, and tell them how you're going to help them, that kind of thing. Um, and, and then you have to start segmenting them, you know, so you can talk to them about their specific issues, okay. you know, um, and then, you know, and then do that. And then there's, you know, then there's more advanced things like behavioral emails. You can send emails based on which pages they visited based on mm-hmm. uh, which, mm-hmm. part, you know, you should always be segmenting your prospects and buyers, that kind of thing. But the, um, the but trigger as they go through the funnel, right? They yeah, start to peel yeah, them off into different thing. lists. Yeah, it's a whole science. I know. Well, yeah. we can learn a whole lot more at uh, jeremyreeves.com, I'm sure. Jeremy, what else uh, should we know about what you're doing right now? Is most of the form of your business about coaching and helping businesses create and design and co-create these uh, sales mechanisms, these funnels? Is that most of how you spend your time today? Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So I have uh, I have an information product that, that kind of takes you through my uh, you know my formula. I call it the funnel formula. Um, <laughs> very uh, very <laughs> original. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean most most of what I do, you know, ninety uh, percent of my time go, goes to actually working with clients. Uh, to build these funnels for them, you know, so they come and they say, "Hey, uh, here's what we're doing now. Uh, here's what we're trying to do. Here's the, you know, the challenges we're having. Uh, you know, what what would you recommend in terms of uh, a funnel build? And, you know, sometimes it's just rewriting one of their sales letters and and maybe um, one or two, you know, kind of upsell pages or an email sequence or whatever. Other times it's doing more advanced things like like putting in segmentation. We do all kinds of research and surveys to figure out how to segment that." And, you know, we're, we add in direct mail, we do, you know, do all these things, but, uh, it's, it's kind of like a case by case, uh, type of thing. It sounds like it's a consulting business, but you do have also some scale around an information product that you're selling a little bit of both. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and are you, um, uh, agnostic to uh, software platforms for the automation side? Oh yeah, definitely not. And I actually, I actually forgot them. (laughs) Sorry about that. If anybody owns a software company. Um, yeah, but it definitely works for them too. Uh, just for an example, here's a couple quick things. Um, a lot of software companies don't have free trials, you know, so it's kind of like, okay, you're on the page, you're either going to buy it or you're not. And a lot with software, um, and I've done this for, for tons of clients, uh, you know, in who have software companies, uh, a lot of times it's, uh, I apologize about a lot of times you, you put, uh, give them a free trial, and then when they has, just say it's like a twenty-one day free trial, and then they you know automatically upgrade them or whatever, uh, or like a one dollar free trial, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, what you do is have 
um, I call it a personal coach campaign, and you have a series of emails that basically gets them to use your product because um, anybody listening that has a software company, you you know that your software is probably awesome, right? Um, the problem, the people that that uh, people have low retention rates typically is because either number one, they're attracting the wrong type of person. So like the, uh, you know, if I'm using your software, it's not the right software for, for me, you know, so they're attracting the right the, or the wrong uh, person. And the second thing is they're not getting them to actually use it. You know, there's there's tons of times in my life I've I've you know bought something or did a free trial or whatever, and then I never used it, yeah. and you never you never upgrade because you never used it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so you know, so so two of the big things there is you know make sure you're attracting the right audience, and then also make sure that they're actually using the software. And you can you can you know put in emails in that free trial sequence uh, to to like kind of help them you know get used to it because software is one of those things. Even when when you know uh, like I have I'm a, I'm an Apple guy, so when they do big updates and things change and it you know you always hate it right when it first uh, changes and that and then you get used to it and you like it more and that kind of thing. Sure, uh, so there, there's always a learning curve there. Um, right. But uh, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot that you can do with, with software companies. Are you flexible in terms of the software systems you like to use when you're designing your automation funnels, or, or do you have a few particular ones that you prefer? Yeah, that's a that's a really really good question, um, and it's something I actually get asked uh, a lot. <laughs> um, and I'm actually I'm actually it's actually funny they ask that because I'm I'm actually in the process of putting together um, a report that I'm going to have like a resources report on my, nice. uh, my website uh, that kind of talks about the various things. Uh, that I use and uh, a couple of them and uh, you know I'm actually looking at my report now it's not it's not finished yet it's not live or anything like that but um but okay. I'm looking at the ones now and a couple of them that I use so so one of them is uh, for exit pop-ups you know and uh, and a lot of people are a little bit nervous to have exit pop-ups because they think they're you know their their visitors are going to get annoyed by them that kind of thing right uh, but it kind of depends on how you use them. You know, if you have one popping up like every five seconds, yes, that's annoying. <laughs> if uh, if you have one popping up, um, for example, I, I actually own uh, one of my side businesses. is a uh, It's a website that shows guys how to dress better. Okay, and uh, <laughs> we good. get uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and we we get uh, about ninety five thousand visitors uh, a month to the site. So there's obviously a lot of visitors. What's the domain? Just out of curiosity, it's uh, kinoware dot com. Okay. K-I-N-O-W-E-A-R.com. Um, so, and um, we're actually, actually speaking of uh, segmentation, we're actually, that's one of the projects we're working on now is segmenting that audience because uh, we found out that guys uh, dress better, uh, number one, for confidence, number two, to pick up girls, uh, and number three, for uh, like professional success. You know, if they're, if they're in a like, yeah. professional industry, they want to look better, um, you know, helps with promotions, things like that. Uh, so <clears throat> what I use for for that is called Optin Monster. That's definitely I've tested like a million of these uh, for the exit pop ups, um, and I, I won't go into all the details. You can go to OptinMonster.com to um, to see you know if you like it or not. But there's tons of stuff that you can do for that, and it helps. It basically it helps build your email list. Um, and and one of the big secrets with that is again. Uh, it comes back to segmentation, um, giving people what they want specifically for what they're there for. So, uh, for example, we have different uh, opt-ins that'll or uh, different pop-ups that'll that'll come up uh, based on what page you're on, right? So, for example, uh, when people are on the information product page and they and they click off of it, they get an exit pop-up that says, "Hey, you know, you weren't interested in buying it, but why don't we give you a free uh, sneak peek?" You know, so it's like, you know, give us our your name, email. We'll send you. Um, I think it's like the first fifteen pages of the book to see, like, kind of if you resonate with it, and then you can, you know, you can try it out after that. Yeah. So it's you know, it's very specific to why they're there, and and we actually, um, I actually added that one because I looked and I did some some digging and found out that people who see that sneak peek. 
uh, end up uh, converting at four times the rate of people who don't. So that's uh, that's why we added that in there. Four um, X. That's profound. Yeah, yeah, it was that was a pretty big finding. <laughs> it was nice when we implemented it. It was just like an instant, you know, pay increase. A lot of it is a science, isn't it? It's about running the numbers, looking at data, and uh-huh. uh, interpreting it, and then changing your behavior as a marketer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, it's funny because that's the it's the work that most people don't do because I mean right. it's, it's just a lot of dirty work. You just gotta right. you know it's the grunt work. You gotta just dig in and and, and get into it. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that that's where you typically find your big breakthroughs. Uh, another one is uh, for actually building the pages. There's two of them that I use for actually building the pages. Uh, number one is called Lead Pages, and the other one is called uh, Optimize Press. Okay, um, so so those actually help you build the pages with the design and all that kind of stuff. They're kind of like drag and drop, um, you know, visual editing. Yeah, WYSIWYG kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and another one uh, along with that, it's kind of a page builder slash entire funnel builder, um, is called uh, ClickFunnels. And that one actually, it's it's kind of has the page builder in it, but then you can actually, um, and it's, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, it's it's better if you see it. But uh, it, it's one of those like visual kind of things. Um, but it's, sure. it helps you, you know, if you can imagine like a little mind map, you can actually drag and drop the mind map to to test out different pages and actually structure your funnel with this um, thing. It's, it's really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, for those uh, of us that are graphic, that's really helpful, just seeing a timeline go by and, and yeah. you drag and drop a different pages along the way. That's very cool, yeah, actually. It's pretty awesome. And especially cool. if you're, um, if you do a lot of testing, one of the things uh, kind of in the, the second phase that I recommend clients do, uh, once they're already you know profitable and going after that like more next level, yeah. uh, is, yeah. is testing different uh, sales funnel structures. So what you can do is duplicate the webinar and just change the pages around. So if you had you know page C uh, where it was, you can move that to you know the first step and see if that helps. Um, mm-hmm. So for example, you can try mm-hmm. uh, doing a, a low end offer first and then a higher end offer, and then you can split test that whole funnel against a high end offer first, and then you know do more downsells. Uh, so it's it's really really cool, and you can do that in like ten seconds. Wow! So, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Good, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Another one that I use uh, for for split testing uh, mm-hmm. is uh, Visual Website Optimizer, and there's uh, there's a bunch. If you look up split testing tool, um, if 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 you guys aren't familiar with split testing, basically, let's just say that you have a hundred people going to a page. Uh, split testing tools allow you to build two pages and 50 visitors are going to go to one page, 50 visitors are going to go to the second page and it automatically tells you which one is converting at a higher rate. You know, so there's a, there's a whole, I mean, that's, that's a whole industry, you know, uh, uh, conversion rate optimization. I actually used to be pretty heavy into that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, I, I would recommend a visual website optimizer for that. Um, for emails, that one, that one's a little bit more of a, a rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, so it kind of depends um, because when you're talking about emails, it's, it's, it's kind of like a multifaceted thing because some businesses are just going to do the emails and they have their own separate shopping cart and that kind of thing. Other emails want it all in one place. So that's called a CRM. Um, uh, so, so I would recommend if you already have a shopping cart and all that kind of stuff, um, and and you're you know you probably I mean most people probably already have some type of email platform that they use. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend, I would probably recommend either uh, Aweber or uh, ActiveCampaign. And uh, ActiveCampaign, 
It's a little bit more expensive. I think it's like ninety nine bucks a month that it starts at. But that one, at least you can you can do. Uh, they're called if then rules. So uh, let's just say that you can do things like behavioral um, targeting. So let's just say that somebody uh, visited your services page twice. You can uh, kind of create. It's it's kind of like you know if. Uh, prospect visits a uh, service page twice, then send them or put them into this sequence. You know, um, so I, I have a lot of that that goes on my website. You, you know, you'll, it's kind of like you follow them around, and um, but it, you know, it all comes back to uh, finding out where they are in the buying process and talking to them specifically about that. You know, so uh, so I use uh, I personally use Entreport. Uh, and that's it's it's CRM and has it has the you know the shopping cart affiliate program um, you know the uh, all the email sequences that kind of thing uh, and then you can also try out uh, Active Campaign there's Infusionsoft yep uh, and then uh, and then you know there's there's a million of them there I can um, if if somebody's in that stage where you're trying to figure out which one to use I actually wrote a report uh, or not a report an article. Mm-hmm. On, on Crazy Egg that kind of goes through a list of them. Um, so just shoot me an email. It's jeremy at jeremyreeves.com and, uh, and let me know that you want the article. I don't know the URL off the top of my head. Uh, or you could just do a search for my name, Jeremy Reeves, uh, on Crazy Egg. Uh, and uh, I, I think the, uh, the blog's called The Daily Egg. So if you just do a search for my name, you'll see all my articles and just, you know, just read some of them. I'm looking through here. Then, you know, there's, there's things like uh, there's retargeting platforms. Uh, there's things like uh, SurveyMonkey. That's what I use uh, to do surveys to find out, uh, like when you're segmenting your audience, you have to do surveys to figure out which segments they should go into. Yeah, uh, I, I typically use SurveyMonkey because it's really easy to use. Yes, uh, I use LucidChart for um, actually mind mapping. You know the, the various funnels uh, that I, that I do for clients. Uh, and then, you know, there's there's a hundred other ones, but those are like kind of the main, you know, the main things to look at. Beautiful, Jeremy. Great stuff. Yep. JeremyReeves.com is the website. Thanks so much for joining us on the Small Biz Brain. Yeah. Thanks again for having me. I All appreciate right, it. Small Biz. Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.